Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. what's up whoa welcome to the show welcome to the show you me and a poltergeist Poltergeist. i said it first you win thank you we are two adults that talk about the occult okay it works it does to the point very to it i wrote it last week should have reviewed it what's going on babe i'm frustrated about australia day babe (laughs) What else, babe? Nothing. Did you go on a ghost tour last night? I did, did you? I I did as well, believe it or not. We went together. You got me a ghost tour from Christmas, I believe. I did. It was uh, interesting. We went. If you follow us on Instagram, you could have seen our spooky story over there where we recounted some of the things that happened. Yes, I got you a haunted cemetery tour um, for the Southport Cemetery on the Gold Coast for Christmas. Mm. And it was spooky. It was fun. We did post a little bit on our Instagram story if you saw it, but it wasn't, we didn't film anything like while we were there. I kind of just wanted to really be in the moment. Even they were like, quick, take photos. If there's activity going, take photos. You might catch something. I was kind of like, I don't want to anger anything. My battery was on 5% when I arrived. So I was like, "Mm, I'll do my best to take some photos, but I don't know how long this battery is going to last for. I took photos. I'm going to look through them again now. I don't know. Um, We'll post them up on our Instagram with this episode's arrival, so you can check it out as well. All our own personal photos. <laughs> but there's, like, no, um, I don't think there's any, like, apparitions or anything. I was getting a lot of, like, streaking across my screen, but I think it was mainly because of other people taking photos at the yeah, same time. Yeah, definitely. There was, it was a like a paparazzi. Photos, there was a couple photos I took where just it's a very green hue, uh, but I don't know if that's just because of the light that was behind us. It was a bit of a yellow light. Yeah. They were they were like, when we arrived there, they were like, take a note of your battery on your phone because spirits are known to drain the battery from your phone. And then they're like, take photos, take photos, take photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, joke's on you. I drain the battery on my phone, hence the reason it's at 5%. I'm having a little scroll through, and there's nothing that's, like, catching my eye. Like, maybe if I was to zoom in and really inspect things, but then again, I could just start overthinking. Yeah, yeah. Any little reflection of anything's like, that's a face. Draw the outline. (laughs) As they do. 
Yeah, it was very interesting. That's obviously what we are going to be talking about today. I'm covered in mosquito welts. Welts? Bites? That's the only thing about the ghost tour that I think was a bit annoying. Mosquitoes. Yeah, considering they'd be like, here, come stand in this long patch of grass. (laughs) And Australia over the last few months has been... Very dry, but... So we've not had any mosquitoes, which is very unusual for this time of year. And then it's rained a little in the last week, and it's just... A lot A (laughs) lot And then all the mosquitoes have just come out of hibernation and... Have attacked us, literally. Last night, I swear to God, we were the only two that were going fucking insane with all of these mosquitoes biting us. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I was looking around, and people were, like, slapping once every, like, couple minutes, but... They were standing I'd still, like, there. the whole time. I'd look at my leg. There'd be five or six mosquitoes on my leg. I'd swat them off. Five seconds later, i feel them landing back down. You know, I've got that very thick leg hair, so it's almost like anything that touches it, it's like a sensor. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I feel them landing. And they were landing on my shirt and getting me through my shirt. Yeah. Oh. I got a few of those. Oh, my legs are, like, red and they are covered in welts. When we arrived, we... First off, we got lost. Yeah, we did get lost getting there. I mean, we went to the right... We went to the right place, just the wrong side of the cemetery. But, I mean, Google Maps was like, you're here. So we're like, oh, we'll just turn into this driveway here. And then... How many driveways into a cemetery can there be? Right? Two, by the way. (laughs) Two, apparently. Two. (laughs) And then there's roads leading throughout the whole cemetery as well. Yeah, so you're just like... It's a drive through cemetery. I mean, you drive through, you drop your body off, you get out, <laughs> go get some Maccas, go through their drive through. Everything's drive through. Go through Zarafis. You know how they like pour bottles of alcohol or like a shot for your friend or whatever who's passed? Do you reckon anyone goes and buys like a Big Mac meal and <laughs> just spills the Big <laughs> Mac meal over the grave? It was in your will, buddy. Here's to the. More food wasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drops it, a Big Mac. There's still Big Macs from 10 years ago there because they don't degrade. Just disgusting. How long can those things last? I don't know. Like, people leave them in their paper and everything and they'll look at them, like, a year later and it's like there's been barely any change. Like, the lettuce is probably wilted. Exactly. That's why people should buy HelloFresh, not this Hello preservative. <laughs> Hello, diabetes? Hello, diabetes? (laughs) Is that you? I think it is. Knock, knock, who's there? (laughs) Diabetes. Diabetes. Shit. Shit. Yeah, so we we pulled around to the right side. We were expecting there to not be many people whatsoever. Yeah, because he called me and he's like, Hey, Uh, Belinda, you guys guys still coming? We're like, yeah, we're like five minutes away. He's like, cool. And I was like, oh, shit, he must be the only people coming yeah, through. He's probably just sitting there alone like, God, mm. are they coming or is it another bust evening? Yeah. <laughs> but we get there and there's a group of like 20 people. 30, yeah, 20. So, Three people left at the start. Did you see that? I did see that. Why? I don't know. Paranormal things. But uh, Kimba had to talk to them and was like... You should leave. You should leave. You guys have bad energy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the ghost is attacking them. Bail. Wonder if they got a refund because those are like forty dollar tickets. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, we start the tour. Obviously, 
there's a bunch of people around. They asked us originally, which ones of you are actually believers in ghosts? And, the and we're like, fuck yeah, we hear what we about. But like quite a few people didn't put their hands up. Well, I mean, there was three of the 20. Quite a few. That's a big percentage. Few means three. Three and 20. <laughs> that is that is actually very correct. There were a few that didn't put their hands up. <laughs> Yeah, I know my number things. Your number things? My grammar numbers. Your grammar numbers? I don't know if that's a thing. I don't think so. Um, Yeah, but it was, like, interesting that people wanted to go on a ghost tour who didn't believe anything paranormal whatsoever. Yeah. How to waste an evening. (laughs) Go and do something you don't believe in. Yeah, exactly. It's like me going to church. (laughs) Pretty well. (laughs) Never going to happen. Never gonna happen, never gonna happen, never gonna happen. Are we getting married in the church? No. I've told you this. Where are we getting married? On the moon. On the moon. By the time we get married, that'll be possible. (laughs) (laughs) 50 years away. Even your brother said, when's he going to put a ring on your finger? Did he really? Yeah. Did I not tell you this? Come on, Luke. Why are you saying that? Don't not tell you her, that. Stop giving her what he is. No, never. Oh. Um, it's only the other day. So we continued the tour in. We Yeah, they, he's like, they were like, just go in with an open mind and you may see, smell you smells, see things, yeah. have experiences. And as soon as we walked in, I smelled dirty socks. Dirty socks. Probably could have been one of the people there who was just like... Stinky as fuck, but you didn't smell it again, right? I didn't smell it again. It was like right at the gate where mm. Mr. Brown was meant to be. Yeah, Mr. Brown. So they told, they recounted like several different stories about particular ghosts that have been experienced there. We'll do by, our best to remember them yeah. as with Bogo Road. <laughs> yeah, we have very, well, there is only our memory to go by and, you know. I've been smacked in the head a couple of times, so my, my memory ain't too good. I also wasn't going to have my phone recording for two hours. Oh, yeah, I know. Could you imagine? Should get a we little, should just upload that. <laughs> we should get a little recorder thing, though, for these tours. Yeah, EVP device. Oh, mm. Otherwise known as something. a phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the first pers- the first haunted sort of spirit they told us about was Mr. Brown, who I think... I, it's de- definitely a nickname though, right? Yeah, it was just a nickname. They, he was found many, many a year ago, um, at the front gates of a cemetery near a tree where he, um, was slumped over and dead. But he had no ID on him. He had brown hair, a brown leather wallet and notebook. Yeah, something like that. A bunch of brown objects which led them to be like, Mr. Brown. Well, there's his name. Very yeah. creative. Obviously, someone he's died, and then someone's just dropped him off there. Yeah, hoping that someone. Had or maybe him. he's been like trekking, and he's just gone. I'll have a sit here, and then has died next to a cemetery. Oh boy, I'm tired. <laughs> this looks like a good spot to sleep. <laughs> well, if I Forever. die, at least I'm in the right place. Oh, 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 oh. he giggles to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Yeah. So the story goes that apparently the spirit. Well, he was left there without any identification whatsoever. Yeah. Like, his wallet didn't have any 
photo ID, obviously. It was the 1920s or something when they found him. Yeah. But, so they just buried him in an unmarked grave. And apparently he's so sad and wandering around still because he hasn't really, well, I guess he has unfinished business if he's buried in an unmarked grave and sort of discarded by his loved ones. Yeah, poor bugger. So Mm. the man in brown can be seen walking around. Around, yeah, mainly in the front entrance path. Hmm. Guess that makes sense. That's where he was found. Yeah. Mr. Brown. (laughs) On the ground. They then sort of took us up and down a sort of row of graves and then began talking to us about a lady of some kind. It was buried. I can't really remember I, the story. The only I thing I remember from it was that there was a, someone who took a photo and it looked like there was a nun standing over a grave. Okay, so the story goes, I forget the lady's name, but she was 33 when she died and she was up on the Sunshine Coast um, and her family was down here on the coast. Well, she was up on the Sunshine Coast and had just finished work and it was like, torrential downpour of rain and she didn't feel safe enough to walk home like she normally would so she got in a car with six other people and something must have happened their car must have like aqua glided or something um and they had gone off the road and into a tree i assume and Mm. she went straight through the windscreen and her head hit a tree and broke her neck so she died instantly but um, her body was then, because her fam- family was down on the Gold Coast, her body was taken from the Sunshine Coast down to the Gold Coast, buried in the Southport Cemetery. And ever since, there's been a woman that's like, wanders down the street near the cemetery. People like pull over to help her, and she um, just disappears. Um, the, the, she's been seen around the grave. Mm. And for some reason, in a white dress, as all spirits turn up yeah, in. Yeah, what's up with that? Another yeah. white lady. Another white lady. But this one seems a lot less malevolent. Definitely male- not malevolent. Malevolent. Malevolent at all. But then the fact that he was like, someone took a photo, and there was a nun standing behind the... Like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> Valak. That's my, that was my first fucking yep. thought. I was like, yep. nah. I was just like, nope. And the lady in front of me was like, what? (laughs) Like, oh, I'm sorry. Have you not seen every paranormal movie ever? Nuns equal bad news. Always. You think? Nun ghosts? I would be so fucking pissed off if I died a virgin. Oh, God, yeah. That'd be horrible. You never knew the disappointment of having sex. Exactly. (laughs) That disappointment sets you up for life. Right, yeah. Yeah, there was a bit weird about the nun, but after that, they took us to a little gazebo area where we all sat down. They handed out some paranormal investigation equipment. We got none. K2, yeah, we didn't, till the very end. K2 meters, uh, what else were there? Electromagnetic field readers or something like that. EMF readers. EMF readers, yeah. And then divining uh, rods. Divining rods, which I believe in paranormal shit. But divining rods, I cannot get on board with because they're so easy to manipulate. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's, yeah, the manipulation is right there. Like, you can make it move. Yeah, and EMF readers and K2 meters and all those sorts of things, I think... Things can interfere with them, but... I agree, but I feel like there's so much natural things that can go and sort of 
mess with those things that it's like, mm, are they really a good measure of whether or not there's something paranormal there? I don't know. And I don't, I don't know. I'm skeptical about I, it. It's real. I think it's hard to capture like paranormal events and spiritual beings just because, you know, that's what they are. They're like a, almost like a fourth dimension, you know? Yeah. It, it's almost impossible for us to be like, this well, is that's true. definitely this, it. This happened. Some like, of some we, of people on the tour were like, as soon as it started sparking up, they were like, "Oh shit, there's a ghost here." It's like, well, you don't know that there could be an like electrical everyone, line under the. Everyone ground also or, has all their phones out. Yeah, exactly. There's, lots of stuff. Lots of electrical like, things going around. The tour guide Shane. We should mention that Shane, right? Pretty sure. Yeah, Shane. Shane and Kimba. The tour guide Shane took us to like literally standing underneath a um, power line, and yeah. he said to us, "He's like, watch all the people come over with their with the readers and get readings, and be like, shit, there's ghosts." And then everything like started going off, and it was red, and they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And he's like, "Now, guys, let's put our paranormal investigation skills to the test. Why could these be possibly going off?" And some people are like a ghost, a ghost, and we're all like. Power lines. Power lines, like above you. <laughs> Telephone pole. Like, yeah. Every, we're like in the middle of it all. It was good that he was sort of a skeptic to yeah. a degree as well, because it wasn't like he was trying to woo us with. Yeah, it wasn't everything all like that's happening is paranormal and stuff. Yeah, no, it was like, oh, this just happened, but could it be something else? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was good. Uh, but yeah, we sat down in this gazebo and then just sort of started talking. Yeah, he chatted to us a bit about, like, um, different superstitions with burying people. Yeah. Um, oh, no, burying that, them. Burying I them. think you're right. Burying them standing upright. Yeah, and, and, like, burying them at a crossroads to, like, confuse, confuse them, them and shit and, like that. Um, talking about wakes as well, the reason why we have wakes, and it's because... Back in the day, you didn't have to have a doctor come in and confirm that someone was dead. If they looked dead, they weren't moving and they were pretty much lifeless. They were dead. So people would start, would do wakes where, you know, you'd have the family member or friend or whatever in the house, like in a bed for like three days. And if they don't wake up, then they're dead. Mm. And we should also mention this all occurred at Southport Cemetery. Which is on the Gold Coast. And yeah. we did encounter things that were paranormal. We believe were paranormal. So stick around and we'll tell oh, you yeah, about those Oh, yeah, keep as listening. Well. Keep listening. Please do. Yeah, this isn't just us. We're just trying to go through from point A to point B. To tell you how we got to our paranormal experience yeah. of the evening in this graveyard. And the graveyard wasn't always a graveyard. It was just a field that people buried they bodies in. They just buried in. people there. There's like a lot of the, unmarked graves. Yeah, 1860s. Yeah, I think so. they put just like a little that. wooden cross on top and then the cross eventually fell over or blew away or got degraded like, by time. Yeah. So now there's just unmarked bodies and graves and things. They recently put a tram in right alongside the graveyard and they dug down a little bit just to test the land to see if it were if there were unmarked graves to and be, there was. if they need to be careful. Yeah, and they were digging up femurs and like bones and things. And like cough parts of coffins even. Yeah. yeah. So I mean I think that probably attributes to a lot of what is going on there, why it would be haunted. Absolutely. I mean when you're disturbing a grave as well. Yeah, very true. I mean it's not <laughs> like they did it 
on purpose either. Imagine riding like, the tram and just like it. half the passengers are just angry ghosts, just like yeah, fuck is. <laughs> I am not getting up for you, you pregnant bitch. <laughs> that is your own damn fault. I'm fucking dead. I get the seat. I yeah. get the priority seating. <laughs> Fuck you and your fucking unborn fetus. <laughs> the ticket person comes on. He's like, ticket, please. And then goes, she's like, how about ah! a fuck you? <laughs> the banshee just screams at him. He's like, ah! what? All right, that'll do. And you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Go card. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me, ma'am, please tap your go-card. It's like just a nun walking on. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Well, May thank you. May peace be with you. <laughs> May peace be with you all. Um, uh, yeah, the next sort of area they took us past, they okay. said that the place, the little sort of stretch between graves that we were walking between was a particular paranormal hotspot, but I didn't really get a sense of anything I didn't feel there. anything but there was um oh excuse me one of the um tour guides Kimba she was a medium mm. clairvoyant kind of person yeah. um and one of the people that was on the tour with us was also very sensitive to that kind of stuff as well and when we were standing around this one particular grave which was um the grave of a priest um should we talk about that? Yeah, or yeah. Or should absolutely. we talk about what happened? No, yeah. Uh, I'll talk about that first and then what happened, I guess. Yeah. In order, order of events. So, yeah, they took us there and the priest was buried in like an altar. So, it's mm. like a very, you know, interesting looking grave. Yeah. Uh, but they were the saying. The best that, of the best for the priest. Exactly. They were saying that the priest really didn't like alcohol during his life. Yeah, it was. Like, it was very against drugs and stuff, and alcohol technically being a drug where it dis- disorientates you. He was very much against it. So he he reportedly, when people would go to pour drinks on top of their friends' graves, would shoot the alcohol back up at the person mm. as if, like, repelling it and, like, just showering the person pouring the drink Yeah, with their own alcohol that they were pouring for their friend. It's not like it was a oh it's a hot day and it's bubbling up off the grave. No, it was it was like spraying back. It, yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. I fuck you. <laughs> I don't like red wine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, I want the $4 gossip wine. Come on. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, um, but what ended up happening with the clairvoyance? Yeah, we all walked through the little path down to the T intersection that they wanted us to walk to and he's like now did anyone feel anything going through there and blah 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 and um Kimba was like this lady's hair got pulled like she just fucking threw this poor girl under <laughs> yeah. the bus and um they then told us a story it was it a not a little girl but just of a woman yeah I think so can you remember the story? I can't. I can't remember the story at all. Well, they. I don't think they have an origin for her, but she's just a spirit that lingers in that kind of section of the hill and likes to interact and play tricks. Like um, the first time that the tour guide Shane was being shown around, which they show you around in the day when you're learning how to 
being a tour guide. Obviously, so you can understand so, where you're going and you don't get freaked the fuck out. Exactly, you don't fall down in your holes or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and he was standing there listening to Kimber go, like, this is this and this is this person, blah, blah, blah. And he heard a laughter in his ear. Directly in his ear. But it was as if what freaked him out more was as if the laugh just got cut off. So it was like, ha, ha, ha. No, like continuation as a normal no like person. end of the exhale where we go oh, yeah you know? it was just like as if like <laughs> someone was playing a clip and then just stopped it your mp3 has malfunctioned <laughs> and stopped halfway through playing <laughs> yeah but they were saying that it must have been that spirit that had um pulled the girl's hair as well yeah a lot of these sort of entities have kind of been identified and sort of named and then deciphered the origin of by the people who work there. Or by other clairvoyance going on the tours as well and other psychics and mediums. Because there are so many unmarked graves that, I mean, it's hard to get a bearing in history of who exactly is there and why these spirits would be there. That's right. But, I mean, they kind of associate some ghosts to the graves that they hang around. So if there's like a, you know, little Sasha uh, Montgomery. <laughs> Sasha Mo- Montgomery is your go-to name. It is. If there's little Sasha Montgomery and she's died at the age of 12 and she this ghost particularly lingers around that grave, they'll be like, oh, it's obviously Sasha. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. It's like one of the K2 meters was going off near this one grave and this lady was like, it's Tom. Tom, is that you? Tom, buzz the thing if it's Tom. And oh it's just like, bleh, bleh, bleh. and she's like, it's Tom. But meanwhile, we're standing on some power lines. <laughs> yeah, I think we we're pretty close to power lines. We were, point. like we were close to the little tower. Yeah, so it could have been going off because of that. Yeah, it kept going off the whole time she walked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, the next point we met, went to apparently so that had was, some... Yeah, that was at the T intersection. Yeah, we went down to this T intersection. And apparently at this T intersection, it is fairly renowned for there being shadow people. So let's of... just bring 30-odd people, 20-odd people to this one spot where there could be malevolent spirits. Yeah, yeah right. And this is the only place in the cemetery where I felt a little uncomfortable before they'd even told me anything. I was just like, I don't like this spot for some reason. Mm. And as the guides start talking, or the guide, the Shane started talking to the guide, Kimber, who's the clairvoyant lady, I could, I was just watching her and I could see her being physically uncomfortable with the area. And I was like, fuck, what's going on here? And she's like looking around, like taking steps back. And she's right beside me and she's just like... <sighs> Like breathing really heavily, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And she's like, "I, I, she thought she saw like a shadow person or something like that, or felt like a mm. presence that didn't want us to be there." Or something Shane like that. was uh, telling a story about a particular spirit or shadow person, but she then goes, "That's not him, though. It's not him. That's here." Yeah. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Yeah, me too. And she was I like, like that. "But he's around here. He's around to the corner." And Shane's like. Yeah, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was the point of the tour where a couple of people left. Yeah, did they? Right as the shadow person started to got, apparently was there. Yeah. That's really creepy. It's weird that 
<laughs> different <laughs> ghosts live or like haunt different parts of the cemetery, but they're only like ten meters apart. It's like yeah. <laughs> crowded space. I mean, they've, but at least they've got their boundaries. That's right. That's you right. don't come near my fucking gravestones if I don't come near your shed. Yeah. You get it? <laughs> yeah. You got this? You fucking little shadow people. <laughs> Mind Very you, true. also the um. Cemetery is right next to not only a school, but a pony club. Yeah, that's right. And you want to tell them about that next spirit? Yeah. So I think we might actually leave our own experience for last. Because it kind of is. Yeah, it's similar. It's sort of near the end. But, yeah. But we uh, we moved from that spot because Shane was like, yeah, I don't like this. Let's move over to a happier spot. Yeah. And we moved towards kind of this tree and it's um near like the kind of pony club area. It's near the pony club area, but like the part where they would take the horses out for the day, that yeah. kind of part. Yeah. What and did you smell? What did you smell as soon as you got there? I started to smell a very, very strong perfume. Like then, a very flowery perfume. We think Belinda has a sixth sense after this. I smell a lot of... I smell strange things. And I I'm smell- just like, there's no other... Re- <laughs> there's like no other flowers around. The girls around me have been... A, like that were like pretty close to me. They were pretty close to me earlier on. I didn't smell perfume. So I was like, I can't associate the perfume with them. There's no one else. Braden's not wearing perfume. No. I'm not wearing perfume. And it was just very, very strong. Like, it was in my face perfume. It's like that he- movie. I smell dead people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the movie would have sold that well if that no. was the catch line. I just smell them. Sorry, babe. There's not going to be a movie about you anytime damn, soon, unfortunately. Unless you start seeing them. I mean, all these expectations. I know, right? But um, the tour guide, Shane, he was like... Now, do you guys smell anything? And he was more pointing to the fact that we're right next to where horses shit. Horse shit. Yeah. And I just was like, perfume. I smell perfume. No one fucking responded to me. Then he's he's like, is it poo? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, no, I I smell perfume. I did rub rub shit on me this morning. I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Nature's perspirant. Antiperspirant, Nature's cologne. Nature's cologne. <laughs> Horse shit. Horse shit. But he then went on to, like, tell the story about this woman named Ethel who um, kind of takes care of that little spot, I guess. Yeah. Um, she was a horse, horse whisperer back in the day mm-hmm. and was, like, one of the most kindest people ever. Yeah. And the people from the Pony Club have said that a lot of the horses have just stood at that side of the fence. Sort of, yeah, look over towards the cemetery. Over, but they're calm. Just like super calm and happy almost. Yeah, they look like they're smiling. And then Shane went on to tell us that one of the previous times he had done this tour and gotten to that spot, there was a homeless person sleeping under the bush where this ghost was said to be. And the homeless person got up during the middle of the and tour. And stretched out. Stretched out and like... Walk towards them and everyone freaked the fuck out and <laughs> ran away. People literally ran in different directions. And they eventually went back and were like, oh, it's just a real person. But they started talking to him about it. And apparently the reason he was sleeping there was because he has... He suffers with schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. But when he's there, his 
everything sort of eases. Yeah, and he finds all it the easier to stop. sleep in that particular spot. Yeah, right where this kind spirit was meant to be, which oh, was pretty she's awesome. Got goosebumps. Oh, really? Big yeah. old thing of goosebumps. Yeah, which is oh, that's all I got the whole time as well. This is how I could tell if he was like joking about something or if he was telling the truth, because as soon as he would start talking about whatever it is, I would start getting goosebumps. Yeah. And it wasn't just like, oh, there's a bit of a cold breeze or oh, I'm chilly. Like, my body was warm and I was just all over from neck to toe, like, just goosebumps. Goosenips. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Ethel. Ethel. Anyway, so after that, we walked around and apparently Shane had another experience of this next little area we went... So there were two sort of fairly large grave areas. One was reserved for people of the Jewish community and one was reserved for people of the Muslim community and they were bordering pretty well spot on and obviously yeah. there's been a fair amount of conflict throughout the years with um all of between religion that stuff. So Shane had said that in the Jewish sort of grave site he saw a little sort of white ball fly across and sort of as if someone was carrying a light. Yeah. Like the sort of radiance that you'd expect from someone holding a light and walking, like yeah. a torch. But as he w- it got closer, he realized that there was no one actually holding it. And, and it he called out ball. and didn't hear anything back. Yeah. And he kind of walked around the outside, and as he was walking around the outside, he saw that there was nothing there except this just floating ball about the size of, what do you say, like a... A baseball or something like that. And then as he sort of got around the side of it and viewed it from a different angle, it just zoomed off into the sky. Yeah. And kind of disappeared. And I don't know about you. Alien. But have y'all seen it? Oh, the deadlights. He saw the deadlights. Because what's that um, Aboriginal dream time Yeah, there was... There was something from Aboriginal. What's it called though? The folklore. The min. Oh, min something. I'm gonna Google it so I can get it right. It's essentially like a willow wisp or something like that that brings misfortune to you. Min min light. The min min light. Yeah, the min min light. And yeah, pretty much if you see those lights, you gone die. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover between other cultures, sort of. These balls of light. Yeah. But in the Aboriginal folklore and mythology, he that's was, what they were. He was explaining about um, a truck he was driving one night and he'd been driving for ages. And he saw these lights and he, like, as if another car was coming towards him. But as he was looking at them, he just started veering over in towards them. Yeah. And then. What? Yeah. Almost crashed. They're meant to be like the bringer of misfortune, et cetera, et cetera. And he yeah. said that he nearly fell into an open grave or something like that after he Afterwards, was watching. Afterwards, yeah. He, he was kind he of stepped on a up. cat. Yeah, he nearly stepped on a stray cat in the open grave. In the open grave, yeah. <laughs> what a place for a cat to be. I mean. Which is familiar. Cats go to sleep. That's right. Yeah. Could have been a familiar. Could have been. Just sitting in a grave. <laughs> so while we were standing there, though, and he was talking about that i was like everyone else is having experiences i want an experience so i said in my head i was like if there is any spirits around um and you want to make yourself present to me you may do so i said that in my head and i kind of just breathed 
and I just like was trying really hard to be open-minded and something fucking touched my back something touched your back while you it were felt there. like someone either ran their hand across me or was like tugging my shirt trying to straighten yeah. it or something and I like I immediately just like started fixing up my shirt you know yeah and then I was like okay Maybe someone just bumped into me. No one was fucking behind me. <laughs> I had some girl next to me on one side. I had Brayden next to me on the other side. There was no one behind me. And I was like, okay. This is oh, me. shit. I, I immediately got goosebumps when I realized something's probably fucking touched me. And then we, he was like, all right, guys, enough of this spot. Let's walk around down to this little area. Walk down here and take a hard left. Where all the graves were that... For the Islamic... Yeah, the Islamic um, people. Muslim. Muslim community graves. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And we, like, he wasn't at the Heather tour. We were just all walking and we all turned around and we're like, oh, is it this part? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just around there. And he, he was, started... Did he, he started telling us about the Sentinel before it happened or after? No, after. Okay. So go ahead, babe. Tell him what happened. Yeah, it was after. Um, this is the fucking creme de la creme. <laughs> this is the part I literally started to freak out and had to immediately try and calm down. Because yeah. he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Let me get to it. Um, so we're walking around and I just turned around and was like, oh, this way. And he's like, yep, yep. And I turn back around. Brayden is just a little bit in front of me and there's uh, a girl and her partner just a little bit behind me, kind of almost next to me. And as I turn around to go and look at Brayden, something blows in my ear, in my ear, in my left ear, something blew in my fucking ear. Belinda simulated the blowing sensation for me and it's not like a breath, like... (sighs) It was like a... (sighs) It's like... A fucking someone's blowing as hard as they physically can into your ear at a range of like a centimeter or two away. Literally, it was so so close to my ear, and I immediately was like, "What the fuck?" And I just started like, "Oh no 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 no!" Like that was my reaction, just "What the fuck?" and just started saying no. And we were right at the front of the, for the whole entire. And I crowd. like turned around to make sure, like, is anyone else? Like, did anyone else fucking do that? Like, and as you're looking around. And saying, like, oh, shit, like, checking your ear, this young couple behind us, the girl, starts saying, something's something's pulling my hair, and is, like, grabbing at her head. Yeah, and um, the guy was like, are you okay? Are you all right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay, I'll be fine. He's like, do you get a bit scared? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, something just blew in my something freaking ear. Something just blew ear. in my ear, like, no word of a fucking lie. And, um... Then he started talking about how the sentinel, the sentinel, w- it's like the, a near this one particular grave, though. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. is where we, which is kind things. of where I we were walking towards almost, but that's not where he wanted us to stop oh, either. Okay. He wanted us to stop a bit further up. Yeah. Um, and we were, yeah, we. We're all starting, everyone was starting to come in and then EMF readers started going off and the K2 meters started going off. Mm. And there were no power lines at this point. So no. I was looking up. And everyone kind them. of had their phones away too. So it's yeah. not like everyone was using their phone at once. So yeah. That- and then we all started kind of gathering around this area where these meters were going off and where Belinda and this girl had experienced this thing. And this the 
medium lady's holding the lantern, and the lantern's on a hook. And I've got, I'm about half a foot away from her with my back facing the other way, just looking off in the distance to try and see if I can, like, see anything poking its head out or anything. And the lantern gets ripped from the hook and falls onto the ground. And I'm like, what the fuck? I turn around, I'm like, you dirty dog. But as that happened as well, as her lantern dropped from her, all I felt on me was cold. Mm. I was I just freezing, just absolutely cold all on my back. It kind of felt like you know when say someone's wet your back and then they blow on it. Yeah. It kind of felt like that type of Ugh, coldness, creepy. that instant coldness. My whole entire body just went into goosebump mode, but I was freezing. Mm. And the medium and then the medium who was on the tour was like Oh, this this he doesn't want us he's, here. He's not happy. He's the, not keen on us being here. And they figured out his name. The, the person that was on the tour with us, the just the you know she's part of the group. She was like, "I'm getting the first like letter of the name. It's an A with a strong H afterwards." And she's like, "Is it Akmar or something?" And She's like, I'm getting A and a H, and the other lady's like, I'm getting this name. I think that's the name that they said. Yeah. Um, It'd be good if we could read. Is it Arabic writing? Oh, yeah. Because then we could have just deciphered what was on the grave. Exactly. And be like, oh, you're wrong, actually. Sorry. His <laughs> name was Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, fuck you. <laughs> you racist ass yep. motherfuckers. Call him Akmar. Lupa lupa buddy ass bitch. Yeah, no. But. Um, yeah, they stuck around there for a fair time with the K2 meters trying to ask questions and but stuff like, like that. But, like, the person that was on the tour with us, the clairvoyant that was on the tour with us, she was like, he's saying move back, move back. He's not happy. He's angry. Yeah. He's not happy. Well, obviously, he's fucking blowing in your ear. He's pulling hair. He's trying to yeah. and knock uh, your lantern what out. What Shane say? That someone had once taken a photo near that grave and it looked as if there was... A man crouching there. Yeah. In all, like, the headdress and everything. Yeah, looking over towards the Jewish section of the yeah. cemetery. Oh, I'm just getting goosebumps Yeah, again. me too. Pretty creepy. That was definitely the creepiest part of that entire tour, which was cool. Very yeah. cool. It I want to go back, just you and I, yeah. and see if we can investigate. Be a bit more respectful. They yeah, bring some I mean, flowers if something the grave starts, and and... if there's like a present saying move back and you can feel that they're upset, how about we not stay around with all the yeah, EMF readers? and taking photos. I mean, I took a couple of photos, yeah, but I nothing so. showed up in the photos. Um, no. Yeah, I just, I, that part I wasn't really happy with. And I know Shane, the tour guide, was like, all right, guys, come on, let's move on. Let's yeah. get on with the tour. Um, we don't want to anger or anything like he was being very very respectful and i was kind of surprised that kimba wasn't um Mm. sticking to kind of shane and being like all right guys this is enough like yeah if you can hear and kind of see what's going on that others can't Hey, they're the ones who open themselves up to potentially being haunted by this angry spirit that's right we were just like my bad i'm sorry We'll leave. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went on and toured some yeah. pretty sick, some pretty expensive fucking ways to get oh buried, my mind God. you. Like, have you heard hundreds of, of thousands of dollars. Have you heard of getting 
buried in a vault. And they have something called burp vents, so your gases don't explode your vault. <laughs> because there's literally a thing called coffin exploding syndrome or exploding coffin syndrome. Is that a syndrome when it's a fucking vault? When, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can't when it's just your bodily gases breaking down but and anyways, building up. Yeah, the gas is from your body becomes too much. You just fart too much when you're dead. And the whole coffin thing or the vault, if you will, the stone vault just like explodes out. Really cool. But also, I want nothing less when nothing I die. Nothing less than a solid gold vault. Solid gold. And you're buried among gold coins. And I want 24-7 security guards so no one fucking vandalizes it. Mm. 24-7. Absolutely. Fresh flowers every day. That was the most creepy thing. We went on for a bit longer and sort of... Nothing else really happened. A couple more stories about different things, like a ghost who would, like, get in people's cars, but is bound to the... Yeah, and there was one actually. We were sitting um, in the Jewish rotunda. Yep. And I could not stop looking over at this one section of the graveyard. I just kept looking over there and I'm like, there's something. I just could not stop looking. He's like talking about being cremated and buried and things like that and grave robbers and stuff. Yeah. And I could not focus and I kept looking over at this one specific fucking area and I was like we better walk over there because like there's something Mm. and we get there and he starts talking about this man spirit who's a 40 year old man but he's almost like a nine-year-old autistic child that's his words not mine yep and I was like I knew it I knew something was over here and he's like there's a lot of energy here and I was like he's just happy like he's happy to you know, mm. well, I felt immediately like in such a good mood in that area. Oh, and I got a photo with him. <laughs> Check that out on our Instagram. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but apparently, he's bound to the graveyard, and he gets in people's cars. And as they drive out of the graveyard, he disappears from yeah. the back. They'll usually see him in their rear vision mirror, and then as they exit, he'll boop, boop he's back gone. into the graveyard. Back into the graveyard. Yeah, so that was our fun experience doing a little yeah. paranormal investigation. I want to do more paranormal investigations. I would actually, like, let's do them. There's one um, in Surface. Let's do it. And it's a private. Let's do our own. It's a private tour. Good. Okay, we can do it. Paranormal investigation. That's us. It is. Well, that's been our fun episode today. We thought we'd just recount our little personal paranormal experience it was so much fun and yeah i 100 recommend it if you're on southport or in the gold coast um not a sponsor not absolutely not a sponsor. but we wouldn't deny a sponsorship if you want to sponsor us (laughs) we will shill out to anyone coca-cola i love it uh yeah i actually (laughs) do i Hey, look, I preferred full-sugared Coke over full-sugared Pepsi. Let's be honest. But I would prefer Pepsi Max over over no-sugar Coke. And I think vanilla Coke is better than Pepsi vanilla. Sorry. All right. Well, that's all we have time for today. That is. um, But I 100% recommend checking out because there are a few more stories that we didn't cover, but we don't have the time to. So, and we can't really remember. And it's like $44 a ticket, but if you like book on a red balloon, you can get $10 off for your first purchase. Not Bingo. sponsored. 
If you want to find our pictures that we took at the haunted cemetery, you can over on our Instagram and Facebook at You, you Mean a Poltergeist. If you want to support us on Patreon and help us get to more of these lovely tours so we can recount our paranormal events, you can follow us on or support us on You Mean a Poltergeist on Patreon. That's right. Um, you can go ahead and follow us personals you should know them by now i'm taking a bit of a social media break for mine i logged in for two seconds this morning and um immediately got angry with with the world interesting so and i'm brayden farvash on instagram b-r-o-i-d-o-n number five a-s-h thank you for joining us remember you can find our merch on redbubble on t republic on t public not t republic on the republic on t (laughs) (laughs) t public.com there we go. But Redbubble as well, because we've got the Mothman merch on there. Oh, yeah. Recently, Belinda drew a cool Mothman. Uh, she's been doing up some awesome art to do for a background for us for quite a while. And she drew Mothman from our previous episode. Yes. Go check that out. I've got a shirt and a sticker on the way. Well, I have a uh, shirt, mug, and a phone case on the way. Exciting There stuff. is a bit of a delivery fee, but if you guys want to help us out, you'll do it. We love you. Thank you. And don't forget, exercise regularly. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.